This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello. And welcome to Line Dance Podcast with... Megan Barsoya. And Christopher Gonzalez. This is part two of our reflections looking back at all of the year 2018 in Line Dance with... Megan Barsoya. And Christopher Gonzalez. (laughs) I love it when you do that to me. (laughs) Totally throws me for a loop, keeps me on my toes. I appreciate it. I hope you don't edit that out. No. (laughs) I I wouldn't dare. Uh, If you have not listened to the first part, it covers what we did overall throughout the year as well as what we did in specifically January. If you've been with us all year and maybe you attended those events in January, don't go back. Just tune into this episode and listen the rest of the way through because you already know what happened in the other stuff. Well, Otherwise, I don't know. I thought we talked some, some fun things about what happened throughout the year. Yeah. I mean, what did we hit? We had Wine Country Line Dance, Sonoma State Line Dance Club, Hot Monk Tavern, Twin Oaks, uh, Dolly's Classes, The Socials. And then January, a few very major events. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. On to February. That's the year in review episode in review. <laughs> Part one. <laughs> On to February. We're not tired, I swear. <laughs> um, so February started with Big Bang. Yes. Because that technically starts like the last weekend of January, first weekend of February, depending on when where the dates fall. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we, we flew pretty much, let's see, we got back from Palm Springs and then that following weekend we flew to Charlotte. Yeah. For a while we had this streak going where we were seeing Amy every month. Yes. I think that was another Amy month. It was, um, Amy and Joe. And Joe. I don't remember. Yeah. How did we see Joe? We had a layover, I believe. Ah. I believe that was the one where we had a layover where we actually met Joe and Tim for dinner. Yes, I do. Because remember I remember that. it being very, very cold. cold. Yes. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> it's very cold in January in, in Denver, just so y'all know. Yes. In case you don't live there, it's cold. It snows. <laughs> um, yes, because I think on the way back, we had another layover in Denver where we got to see Anna compete. Yes, that was fun. That so. was during the daytime. Yes. Uh, I should specify that uh, we were in the first leg of this uh, going somewhere at night. I think we were dropped off. So it was both night and cold and winter. <laughs> and Denver. Yes. So we made it to Big Bang. Mm-hmm. And we made it to Big Bang because we had spoken with Will mm-hmm. about competing mm-hmm. in one of the last possible competitions with, was it USLDCC? Mm-hmm prior to the finals because although you had qualified for a slot in the finals we still needed to qualify because the way their system works is whosoever name is on the step sheet has to have a placement of first or second in one competition and an additional just regular competing in a second competition for it to get a slot in the finals. So you have your placement qualifier and your just regular competing qualifier, and they have to be at two separate events, mm-hmm. from what I understand. 
our our participation before for the two of us was can't walk away getting I want to say third fun in the sun was that how that happened? Yeah, I can't. Remember. I think so. I think ain't nothing better, which was our placement cut. No, what, second? I thought we. I know Maybe you're right. Didn't win. Yeah, the first time around, <laughs> third place. Yeah, yeah, it it, it placed. Yeah. It placed. It won something. I don't remember what it was, but it won something. It was a five dollar fr- the frame with the five dollar f- mm, and the photo with from Kelly Christine photography. Yeah, which we still haven't used. Yeah, I think. Um, yes, because when we first did it with USLDCC, it didn't win, mm-hmm. but then it won at Worlds. So we were like, hmm, maybe there is something to this dance. So, you know, what did Keys for Kicks get at Florida? Because that was the one. That placed me for the beginner slot, but I still had to participate in another one with another beginner dance. I believe I thought that that one you competed twice. The first time it didn't place at all, but you got the amazing review from Rachel saying what it yes what it did. Was that fun in the sun? I think that was that fun in the sun, which meant you can re-enter that dance. And that's why I have a cup. That yes, which then you can re-enter that dance because it didn't place at all. Right. And the second time you you actually. Place, I believe it was first, right? It was. It was first at Florida Lion Dance Classic. Yes. Which was also the first Florida Lion Dance Classic after being uh, Tampa Bay Dance Classic. Yeah. So, because I remember that being a, a weird thing that happened where it's like the first time you competed, it didn't place at all. The second time you competed, it not changing anything of the dance, it placed first. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think that's what happened. But that was 2017. Right. <laughs> We're talking about 2018 right now. So we went to Big Bang to try our luck at competing and qualifying for the necessary slots in um, in the finals, which was going to be held at Showdown later that year. Um, I remember a few key things about Big Bang. I remember getting to meet Brian McWhorter. I remember being exposed to floor filler. Mm-hmm. I remember some really good late night dancing. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the beginner room for a majority of the event. I remember decorating the, the beginner room. And I remember that's where we spoke with Rosie about teaching at New York at State Line. Mm-hmm. So I remember a lot of fun things came out of Big Bang. Another thing about Big Bang was that on the way there, you had finished choreographing something. Yes. In my head, uh, while I was playing the song Dance by DNCE on loop, I was finishing a beginner dance, 24 counts, four walls, no tags, no restarts, uh, called Baby DNCE With Me, which I realized in hindsight is very confusing for people to say (laughs) and share with their friends. But there was already a baby dance with me, with the words spelled out, so I felt like it would be wrong to just name it exactly that. Uh, and DNCE is the name of the band. Yes. So it works. Yes. Uh, it was too late to enter it into the competition, of course, because it was finished like on the way to the competition. Uh, however, Rosie gave it a, a, a whirl for her beginners, and... 
Yeah. I, I have a, a short video of her warming them up, and then I, I did the calls for it uh, when we went through it again. And I, I still feel good about that dance. They, they seem to like it at Hot Monk. We got a couple people who are big fans of it. And it has a song change that we both like a lot. Yes. Uh, so that if you didn't want to do it to the original dance by DNCE, you could also do Why Don't We Just Dance by Josh Turner. It's very satisfyingly. Yeah, they love it to the song switch in Reno, actually. Um, I remember uh, Shane and Amy also took a, a peek at the dance, and they really, really liked it. And so that's when you decided that you were going to go ahead and type up the sheet and publish it. Mm-hmm. So that was very nice of them to take the, the few moments and just watch the dance and give feedback. Mm-hmm. So we we're very lucky mm-hmm. to have so many amazing people in our lives. Um, so, yeah, I remember having a lot of fun at Big Bang last year. I even got a new shirt. It's yeah. the, the circus tent one. Nice yes. fabric this year, or that, that year. Yes. Well, this year. It's the, still technically while we're recording this 2018. That is year. Um, so, yeah. It was nice because um, that was also one of those events that I was able to get one of my uh, T-shirts back after losing so many of them. So I was I was excited, and you're right. The material was really soft this year, mm-hmm. so I liked it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that happened at that event. Um, I feel like that event. Um, I say the four of us because I forgot to reference them at Worlds. Uh, Jono and Carrie. Mm-hmm. I feel like the four of us really got to connected together at Worlds and then all four of us again were at Big Bang because we were all still competing Um, it really built that bond that friendship that I think um, is one of those benefits of when you do any kind of competition type scenario Um, you really do have the option of becoming friends with your co-competitors and I remember being just as nervous f- for them as for us. And it was one of those like excited moments where like we'd all be, all four of us would be holding hands when they did the announcement kind of thing. And we were like, as long as one of us got announced, we didn't care. We were like, it'd be cool if it was us, obviously. But, you know, if they won, it's just as good. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like we really, really formed that friendship in that one month span between Worlds and Big Bang. Um, so after Big Bang, like I said, we, we on the way home, we stopped at Denver again and got to see Anna do a competition, which was really cool. We found some good music there, too. Um, so hopefully something will actually come of that. <laughs> um, after that, there was the event in Cambria which I'll let you talk about a little bit. Yeah, uh, Cambria is definitely south, like beyond normal driving distance south of where we are in the Bay Area. It is on the way to San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, Southern California by way of the coast. And it is a dance jamboree, as they describe it, Mm -hmm. um, at which many students from... Uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and a few people from Southern California convene and share dances. Often 
the dances that are taught there at this one event will sort of, in a way, when you think about like um, how a snake can eat something and live off of just that meal for months, they can take the dances from that event and enjoy them for months afterward and teach them, reteach them until the next Cambria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Kat was teaching, which is one of the things we were excited about going to it for. Um, I remember you you, you talked, uh, I think it was Black Coffee. Yes, that was sort of like a little turbo teach. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And talk about clipboards. In the last episode, we talked about uh, the clipboard system that we have where next to the dance name, you have empty boxes for people to put their initials. I believe they had 12 clipboards. It was either six clipboards with 12 pages, thus like multiple um, pages per clipboard, or it might actually have been 12 clipboards. But anyway, I took a picture of every dance on all of those clipboards. So somewhere in my archives... I, I, I know what they have there. Yeah. It's, it, it's massive. I believe the list is anything that has been taught at a Cambria event. So if you consider how many dances get taught at any given event for a weekend and how long that, that event may be going on for, having those just on a list after a while just is going to add up. So... Um, yeah, I mean it was a it was a nice, fun little experience. Um, I remember the hotel we stayed at was really, really nice the first night, um, and then I think we drove home the second night. Hmm. I don't remember fully, but like the first on the way there, we stayed at this little oceanside hotel, and it was surprisingly nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, like you have referenced before, there is a podcast episode where we reflect on Cambria. I think there was a couple other things that in that particular episode that we also reflected on, mm-hmm. but that was the big thing that like stood out. And we had talked about going to uh, the graduate for line dancing one of the nights that we were down there, as some people did. They they opted to go there instead of the open dance that was being hosted by the event, but we stuck around at the event. Yeah. Um, so that pretty much, from what I recall, concluded in February. Um, I do know that originally I was toying around with the idea potentially of going to experience in New Orleans. And I was toying around with the idea for a long time um, because it just so happened to fall like right on my birthday. My birthday was the 13th and I think the event started on the 14th or 15th or something like that. And so I was talking about the idea of like taking a whole week and being there and just like after I thought about it financially wise, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't in the picture. So I ended up not going to it, but I do remember like that was a big thing that I was worried about my FOMO kicking in because like I, I had to make a decision on that one versus just not knowing about it like the year prior. So, um, but on to March. Um, oh, yeah. A lot happened in February, now that I think of it personally, that made March an amazing experience for me. And that was Fort Wayne. Mm. Fort Wayne was exactly what I needed when I when it came around. 
first of all, Jamie is an amazing personality and a wonderful human being. Her event was so much fun. I loved the little things to details of like the puzzles and the photo books and all that fun stuff. You can definitely, I highly recommend listening to our recap episode or reflections episode to get more detail on that. But Fort Wayne was one of the first comp, one of the first events that I actually competed in where it was me competing um, without you. And granted, I was competing with Bracken Ellis, so I was still competing with someone, but I'm so used to you being the competitor and I'm just your assistant demo person, even whether my name's on the step sheet or not. Like, that's what I was used to. So I wasn't necessarily used to the idea of, like, what kind of production Bracken and I put on for Bad Girl Barbie, which we had choreographed at Palm Springs in January. Um... I remember we did very, very well for the competition in Fort Wayne. We placed in every single category. And we either took a first or a second placement home. And I remember being honored with the overall best choreography placement. That was that was a treat. Um, that was also the event for me that I fell in love with watching Nelson dance. Mm -hmm. He is so talented and so fun to watch. And that was where I got exposed to how you can play with poetry in motion firsthand, because unfortunately, up to that point, I really hadn't experienced a whole lot with Rachel. Mm. Um as well as, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Free Fallen? Free Fallen, yeah. That was that was where I saw that dance, and watching him and Tiffany dance that, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to learn this dance. It was very pretty. Uh, that was where I have a fun memory, the first time of getting out of the hotel at a dance event. I went and saw Johnny Appleseed's graveyard. Um, you got a lot of good interviews that that event, I believe. Yes. I believe you are correct. Um, oh, that was where we met Rob Holly in person, too. Yes, it is. And Michelle Cook-Holloway, who was one of the co-choreographers with Joe, uh, or the co-choreographer with Joe on Good Morning, which I had been teaching at my Brookdale classes with the seniors. Yeah. I believe you also got to, to, to nerd out a little bit with Peter. Oh my god, that was such a good interview. <laughs> I recommend everybody check out the uh, the interview with Peter Blaskowski of Kick It. I think it's kickit.to. And, oh man, that's like the tip of the iceberg for the conversation he and I had. Because even after the interview proper was over, I talked with him. I don't even want to say like talked at him, but like I felt like it was because like I had so many thoughts. But then he had so many thoughts and we'd just be talking about our thoughts. And Beth was so patient with us. <laughs> That's his wife. And um, I, I talked him all the way to his door at the, I think, adjoining hotel. So we crossed the little sky bridge across the street over to where he was staying. And then we stood in front of his door and talked for another, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> and the interview already was, like, an hour and 15, not counting all the time walking very slowly in between because I wasn't in any rush to, like, you know, leave or anything. 
Um, I, I just don't have that many people in my world besides, you know, yourself who can get this into line dance stuff with me. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah. So, oh man. And I, I mean, we were like doing the thing where you're like shifting your weight back and forth and like leaning on things because neither of us wanted to leave. And I think if, if there was anything that, that, you know, made it feel more comfortable, like, okay, well, you know, I guess we should probably, you know, and we probably must've done that at least two or three times just in the hallway. It was Beth. Like we wanted to be kind to Beth because she, I think she looked so happy just looking at Peter and seeing him get into everything. And um, and we, we, we knew we couldn't keep her there. Otherwise, we would have kept going. <laughs> He's a neat dude. Yeah. I was I was definitely sad that I missed out on the passion of where that conversation went. Because I, first of all, like you said, I, I do love talking line dance. Clearly, I'm on a line dance podcast. Um, I love relating anything to line dance. But... I very much enjoy watching you talk line dance when it's something that you're passionate about. So to be able to like witness you and Peter going back and forth is something that I'm like very upset that I was out almost getting murdered <laughs> going to see Johnny Appleseed's graveyard. Um, but at the same time, with it being my own experience with what it was, like I wouldn't trade it. So it's like, it's, it's a hit or miss, but I'm really glad you got to share that with him. Same. So, um, what else? One other thing that I wanted to uh, mention about Fort Wayne, I, I think it was unclear earlier when you said like, we did really well because you were just talking about, um, Bracken right before then. Oh. But what were the dances that, as you recall, did well? Cause I know bad girl Barbie won the Rachel Lipsky competition. Yes. And I know... Keys for Kicks won first for Beginner. We also, so we, it was, I'm pretty sure we competed Can't Walk Away Again. Okay. Oh, and Ain't Nothing Better was And Ain't Nothing Better. Mm-hmm. And, okay, oh my gosh, there were so many things. There was the prize of the bag. There was the prize of the cup. Oh, the cup, I forgot about the cup. Yes, there was... The plaques themselves that light up. Yeah, those are cool. Those were really neat. And I don't remember what went with what, but, like, I just know that we placed so many times. <laughs> All the firsts were the, the trophies, I think, the light-up yes. ones. Yes, which I know... I'm pretty sure... So you, you got one for K's for kicks. Yeah. We both got one for... The, well, it's, like, one single one, but for the best overall... Yeah, for overall, and then I got Bad Girl Barbie, and I think that was the three first place. And I think the reason we got best overall was because we had entered so many that did well that the points just added up to Yes, because everything else from that was either a second or a third place. Mm -hmm. So, like, the because we had so many together and the placements of everything, yeah, it was quite special, and it was certainly one of those where, with everything that was going on in my personal life, Choosing to still attend Fort Wayne was the obvious, this was where I was supposed to be moment. Um, you got to also teach uh, K is for Kicks. Hmm. Sort of. <laughs> they, one of the winning, win, oh, the winning right. prize for placing first was yeah. you got to teach your dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to teach K is for Kicks. Um, 
I was not prepared for Bracken to throw me under the bus. I love her to pieces, and I'm actually really grateful for the experience um, of teaching Bad Girl Barbie. So I was definitely nervous then, and knowing that just prior to this event, I was, like, wanting to teach at an event, I just am definitely one of those that likes to be prepared and I will be honest with everybody I gave myself a panic attack to the point where she had to like calm me down and because I just I wanted to do well I wanted people to enjoy my dance that was my biggest thing is like I wanted them to be able to understand the movements and just really really enjoy themselves so I worked myself up she calmed me down and then I survived the teach mm-hmm. And there was people dancing it, and that was the important thing. Mm-hmm. And they looked like they were having fun. So, yeah. Um, so that was pretty much my experience of, of Fort Wayne mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Like I said, all of these events we have reflection episodes on, which you can go into more detail. Because I'm sure there's still things that, like, even we don't remember about these events right now. Um, during March, we also got to teach... Um, at an elementary school during lunchtime. That was an interesting experience. It's kind of like herding cats, but they were all really, really anxious. Um, one of the things I've noticed about any of the grade school, elementary school, so your, your kindergarten through sixth grade is how we generally do it here in California. Um, so ages of five to what like 11 something like that I think is what it ends up being yeah um so that age range um it's one of those things where I've noticed the boys are enamored with you and the girls want to dance with me hmm I can see that and I've noticed that with all of these events that they are on top of you, meaning like they want to be right next to you, all of them. So you're like trying to like take a step to the right or the left and you're like trying not to step on a child, but they're so excited to do it. So it's a lot of fun. All right. The store that we're parked in front of is starting to turn off its lights. So we're going to take a moment to warm the car back up and we'll be back with you at a new location very soon. Same location if you're still listening to it in your car or in your pajamas or in your bathtub, wherever you happen to be. We'll be right back. (laughs) And we are back on Lion Dance Podcast with... Megan Barcelia. And Christopher Gonzalez. The car is nice and toasty, and we are at a new 24 hours open location. Continuing on with March. All right, so where we left off uh, two seconds ago for you all was teaching the kids... So after that, we had the privilege of judging the Stagecoach Dance Competition, um, which several dancers compete for tickets to a Stagecoach, which is a, I think it's like a three-day music festival with several, several, several bands or artists performing. Um... They get tickets to that for the winning, and then among the people who've won at several different competition locations, um, 
there is so many numbered spots on the dance team that happens in the honky tonk tent that they then can potentially win a spot on the team for that year. So that was a lot of fun. It was nice seeing Crystal and Anne Marie. Um, it was different being on the judging end. I know that much for me. Um, definitely an experience that I enjoyed and I was glad I was able to participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts? I remember thinking that it was difficult to watch everything all at once because you don't want to miss anything when their place on the team could depend on you seeing them do something cool. And sometimes it would be easier to say, oh, well, this person's following this dance. Like, they had this much time to prepare and learn the dance before they got here, but they're just kind of following it right now. Like, would that look obvious on stage at Stagecoach if they didn't learn the dances that the rest of the team did? So you can kind of not look in that direction maybe for the rest of that song, Um, And then, you know, really focus on what the other team, or not team, uh, competitors are doing. Uh, But for the most part, they seemed pretty prepared. They they came with a lot of energy and trying to decide, you know, what would make one person better suited for the team environment at Stagecoach than another was uh, not an easy task. Yeah. So uh, what also happened in March was one of our first split events. There was a Wine Country Line Dance Social held in, I think we were still at um, San Rafael at the time, which is about 20 minutes south of where we live. And then there was one held at Lincoln Hills, Mm, which is more like two hours from where we live. And we were definitely booked for the Lincoln Hills attendance. Uh, We were going to teach something and demo something, which I believe that was the event in which um, we demoed Power Mix, possibly, and taught. um, I taught Whiskey Bridges that event. I know that much, but I can't quite remember what we demoed. So, um, but we then found out that Brenda was going to be teaching your dance baby DNCE with me. As the beginner dance, so we certainly wanted to be present for that. And since it's a special, special thing having someone teach your dance, and if you could be there, it, it's kind of a, a shared moment with everybody. So that was one of the first times we split an event. Mm-hmm. And just to give people some flashback, this is back in March. Some of the popular dances that we were doing at these socials included stuff like The Last Word, uh, Perfect, Beautiful, Wonderful, Dive Right In, Eyes For You, She Sets the City on Fire, um, Mates a Soul, Dunk It, um, Muddy Waters, just to kind of give you some ideas of what was going on then. And um, it's interesting because still a lot of those we see pretty regularly at events so it's kind of nice to know that a lot of these dances um have kind of hung around and and really people have been enjoying them for this long so far um for perfect uh perfect for example is also nominated for a crystal boot so that's exciting as well um is there any 
thoughts from you on either of those before I skip to the next thing? I still enjoy the last word every time they play it, even when I'm rushing to get in on the right count for the count <laughs> Yes, I love that dance. I thought it was very beautifully choreographed. Um, after that, we had Boogie Tilt the Cows Come Home. Uh, one of my favorite events, I think, because it's just so quirky. And it's so much fun to see Michael and Michelle just dress up and really get into it and, like, own the theme of whatever they do for that year. Uh, I was also very, very honored that they had us run the welcome dance on Friday night. So that was a really cool, cool experience for me, at least, to see that side of everything and that they trusted us enough to be able to manage any potential issues that may occur. Fortunately, there wasn't any issues, but uh, that that trust was, was certainly an, an honor on my part. Um, it's definitely a, an event unlike any other with just the, the depth of commitment that there is where you know, some places they'll say that they have a theme and it, you know there'll be a couple things taped to the wall which is good you know it's it, anything's better than nothing it makes the, the event stand out more in your memory but like the names of the tables the outfits the activities everything really screams whatever that theme is at boogie and you, you can tell how much of a, a labor of love it is for two people to to do all of that yeah and each individual person gets a personalized poster with their name on it and something relevant to the theme. Um, This last year had to do with the Derby. Mm -hmm. So it was so-and-so riding this horse name or something like that. And so, like, they they really went above and beyond with all of that because every single guest had their own different name and their own different horse or whatever. And they ended up posting all of those all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I think there was uh, the last, the first one was like um, wanted posters and stuff like that or something like that. So they, they really go all out each year. And I just love, love seeing what they come up with. Mm -hmm. So um, we are now on to April. April was an interesting mixture for me because just to sum it up real quick and we'll go into the rest of them you had showdown dancing for the dream and stagecoach and i feel like my worlds really collided in the month of april Hmm. because you had showdown which has to do with like the event it's very event driven there's competition for choreography, there's the showdown competition, which is what they do for the show instead. There's your regular workshops. There's your social dancing at night, what you would expect from an event. It was so well put together. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm sad that this year I'm not going to be making it because we are actually hosting Amy and Darren at the Wine Country Line Dance um, Workshop. Just so happened to accidentally book on the same weekend. But I loved the event. I had so much fun. I learned so much from being backstage with everybody who was going to go then go on and compete, which was like Roy and Fiona and Rachel, or sorry, Rachel, Rebecca, Shane. I mean, like, there's just a lot of people back there. And to see 
everybody's different methods of getting ready for a competition was very informative. Um, it was nice having uh, some friends there. Like we had Kat Painter and we had Jackie and we had Alex. So it was nice having them there as well. Um, so I really, really enjoyed Showdown. Then you had Dancing for the Dream, which is held by Scooter Lee and this particular event, Joe Thompson Szymanski with uh, Michael Barr and Michelle Burton. And it happens in Sacramento and it's really geared towards promoting health and wellness through dance and how to get people involved in the dance and to not like over exert themselves if they do have any limitations and it's just it's a really amazing event to be a part of I've enjoyed it two years in a row now and I had just got the email stating the dates for this upcoming year and it's already in my calendar so I'm really excited I'm really looking forward to doing it again I loved the event um after that is Stagecoach, which, like I had mentioned for March, is the three-day music festival, and it was such a different experience being on stage. One, teaching was a great experience, but two, just the different levels of energy that was put out by this group of honky-tonk team members, I just, I didn't realize that there was as much passion for dance in the younger crowd until I was able to share the stage floor with all of these people. Like it revitalized me in a way that I just can't describe because it was so nice to see so many people in my age group or younger with such a thirst and hunger for dance. So it was really exciting to be a part of that for me anyways. What, do you have any special thoughts on April or these three events? Well, like, as you mentioned, you know, the world's really collided then because you've got you know, Dancing for the Dream, lower difficulty, older crowd, uh, stagecoach, much younger crowd, and tending toward the crazy high energy uh, of you know, 20 to 30-somethings. And then Showdown, you still have the energy. But now it's more controlled. All the entrants in the showdown competition are you know, 20s, early 30s, and their energy tightens up into amazing, almost inhuman movements like Roy and Fiona with how, how precise they are and how strong still, while also having you know, the demographic of social dancers that you might expect at some of these events. So... That really combined everything. The younger and um, the other the other folks, <laughs> the uh, um, more experienced. Yeah. And we got to experience all of those in one month. Yeah. yeah. So um, brief recap, if you want to talk about the finals competition, I know you can really go into depth um, on just by saying that they can listen to the recap. But uh, what happened for you personally... Well, I got a cold new jacket. Uh, first place in newcomer novice division. Third overall behind uh, Phrased, which took second. And that was David Ackerman. And Intermediate, I guess that's what you would consider Put the Gun Down by Ma- uh, Bradley Mather. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a great experience. I strut through my heart. 
one of my favorites. Uh, that, that one represented me all the way to first place of Newcomer Novice in the US LDCC finals. For everything else, I would recommend checking out that recap episode. Yeah. So, um, May. May was an off month for us. It was our uh, off season, as you could say it, mm-hmm. as was June. So not a whole lot happened in those month, uh, those months. May we had our nine-hour marathon, where we rented one of the rooms at the Sonoma State University Rec Center, and danced for nine hours, pretty close to straight. Um, there was a couple here and there that we would sit out of that where the other one would dance, but yeah, certainly a learning experience for both of us. Um, as well as that was when Fresno happened, which Fresno is the dance classic competition that I competed for my first solo line dance. Um, I loved it. I certainly made some amazing friends from it. It was a different experience than any line dance, just regular line dance events that I had gone to. Um, So I'm glad that I experienced it, and I certainly look forward to doing it again. Um, As for June, June basically was when we choreographed. It was like you were saying, um, I think, in the last episode, where there's cycles. Sometimes we're learning, sometimes we're attending and sometimes we're choreographing and this June was one where we choreographed I um, ended up choreographing and releasing my uber driver and then you had my sweet love bug and girls like you babe so any thoughts on May or June oh well those were all in preparation for our July uh, at which we um, taught um, in Colorado but we'll get to that in just a moment looking at these these events, I was not at Fresno, can't really speak to that. Nine-hour mm-hmm. marathon, we will prepare differently for the next event of anything like that, I think. We, we definitely had some takeaways from that that will be in the reflection episode. And I still enjoy Girls Like You, Babe. Um, it was kind of an experiment in a slower pace dance for myself. I find that it hits nicely, and uh, I, would, I would teach that again if anyone wanted to learn it. My Sweet Love Bug never... Uh, ended up actually releasing and maybe I will in the future it's another one of those where I think I because I because I know the dance I figured it would be easy enough to teach but it does have some some wall changes in it that I think other people who are learning it for the first time might get a little thrown by when it's intended to be a lower difficulty dance so maybe a little bit of tinkering before that one fully makes its debut uh, otherwise I mean buy the DVD for Pike's Peak. It's on there. (laughs) And speaking of Pike's Peak, that was our big event for July to kick off July. Um, We were lucky enough to be able to teach. We split an hour between the two of us for the beginner room. Um, It was very nice of Cheryl and Dave to give us the opportunity Um, I taught my Uber driver, you taught my sweet love bug, and I just, I love this event. This event is so much fun. The welcome dance is amazing. It's so much energy. They have a classics night. I mean, it's great. I highly, 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 highly recommend attending this event at least once. Um, 
And you can certainly find out more in the Reflections episode because I cannot speak enough good things about this event. So I'm just going to stop myself now. Um, That also was the event where our uh, flight got canceled. So we spent almost 24 hours in the Denver airport. But the good news is we did make it home in time for one day to then turn around and head to the Northwest Line Dance Blast in Oregon, which was another great, fun event. Um, It was nice. I got to know Niels a little bit better, which was really cool. We got to uh, interview with um, Julie as well, so that was nice. We got to know a little bit more about her and her quirks and favorites and whatnot, so that was neat. Um, As well as we met... I can't think of his name. You Ryan Hunt? Him? Yes, Ryan Hunt. Thank I, you. I think I had met him briefly at, uh, well, kind of uh, at uh, Windy City 2016, but this is where we got to see him bl- blossom. He yeah. he brought that late night to life. Yeah. So any thoughts on Pike's Peak other than what I mentioned? Well, I as you as you say, it would definitely be worth looking into the recap episode for that. And uh, with Northwest Line Dance Blast, that was some of the most fun late night dancing because it was all requests. I mean, anything went. So uh, that was some of the most fun late night dancing I have experienced this year easily. Nice. So August was another one of our off months. So we created an event. Mm -hmm. Um, We took a road trip. We stopped at the Davis Graduate on our way to Reno for the weekend And then when we swung back home from Reno, we hit the Lincoln Hills Social. So it was a nice, fun um, little mini adventure for us. And that one, I do remember the performance. It was Make You Move because we had just learned it in July. Ah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what we taught. Maybe I I probably taught my Uber driver. Probably. Somebody probably convinced me to do that. (laughs) It's most likely Audrey. Um, Anyways... Um, September was another one of our off months. Uh, however, school was back in session then. So we were doing the tabling and we were doing the line dance uh, club and everything. But we also, I also had a beginner workshop with Dolly. So that was nice of her to ask me to, if I would be willing to teach. Um, I ended up teaching, I think, two different dances. But one of them was Champagne Promise because I knew... It was just going to help the beginners if they decided to go to Vegas because it was going to get played. Um, After that, October was a big one for you. It was Windy City. So I I loved watching you teach. Yes, that was where I taught A Lover's Track, which was by Roy and Fiona, as well as Strut Through My Heart and Back in Your Heart confusing everyone on what pronoun is supposed to come before heart. (laughs) A lot of fun. I I hope to teach there again in the future as many years as they'll let me. And it's, it retains its magic. Every year that I've been there, it's been like this world apart from the rest of the world. And I felt like here we could really add to it. We could participate in wall leading or teaching or anything that needed to be done. And as, as I mentioned, I, I hope to have that opportunity um, uh, for the indefinite future. Emotionally, it was 
amazing for me. And I was, I was a little bit nervous going into it because it marked the anniversary of the fires. So I was a little bit nervous about how I may or may not react because although I think I'm good and processed, that doesn't always necessarily mean that's the case because sometimes things are subconscious and they come up. So I was really hoping that I would be fine because I felt like I was going to be fine, but I didn't know if anything was going to trigger me. And it didn't. And that was great. I loved it. I had a blast. It was so much fun seeing um, Jennifer Wolfries again and Tim and, you know, getting to connect with Julie again. And just, I love, I love Jen, uh, Jill's All Request Ballroom. I had so much fun in that ballroom. The other thing is we got to meet Haley. Wheatley, yes. Oh my gosh love her to pieces. She is a doll. If you guys get the chance to meet her, if you don't know her already, please do. She is amazing. She is so sweet. Loved seeing her, loved talking to her. And um, yeah, I mean, it was great. That was also the event where we stepped up our challenge and um, beat our record of how many dances we could demo. So here's hoping that we can do that again and beat that record. So yeah, I yeah, I was there's so many positive memories I can't even like find the words for it. So it was just it's an amazing event. I love it. It is one that I will return to every year, you know, fates permitting. So um, after that, we had November where we had our second split event. This time we went big. We split. Las Vegas Dance Explosion, and New York State Align. Everybody thought we were crazy. Maybe we are. I like to consider us passionate. It's all how you paint the picture. Um, definitely lots and lots of options of reflection episodes for that particular experience. Um, I loved Vegas. I loved just those two days, I felt like because it was just two days that we were going to get, we tried to jam as much fun into those two days as possible. So I feel like I really got the experience I wanted out of Vegas in those two days. And then New York was just a whole nother ball game. And I had so much fun catching up with Simon, meeting Maggie G, um, spending time with Rosie and Rona and just you know, Lynn, everybody was so amazing there. I had a blast. Um, I definitely felt my feet after that week. <laughs> I was uh, certainly in the rehabilitation stage. Um, but November was also kind of a special project for you, too. Oh, yes, Dip to the Base uh, that I worked on with uh, Rachel McEnany White remotely over WhatsApp to the song Moves by Ollie Murs featuring Snoop Dogg. That was a lot of fun. And, you know, we did end up with a dance that came out of it, which she has taught at uh, her workshop, as well as Florida Line Dance Classic, and which I will very likely be teaching at uh, Palm Springs Winter Break uh, in the coming month. But really the most important thing for me, I think the thing that I enjoyed the most was just, wow, I get to talk to Rachel every day. <laughs> <laughs> right? You almost don't want it to end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, at some point you got to put the dance out, but man, I just looked forward so much to seeing any of her new draft videos and hearing her accent. 
<laughs> and just seeing what she came up with um, in the meantime, you know, all, all the su- all the surprises, things I never would have thought of that make me that made me really glad that I was working with someone else on it because my earliest draft looks very different yes. from how the the final dance turned out, and I I like what she brought to it that um, that wouldn't have in my you know cramped space in my room wouldn't have come naturally for me to think about so when she would show me what she was doing in her dance room with all that space I'd be like oh I could dance this outside I could dance this with more sp- wow there's a whole new dance now <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to make it efficient and like a little boxy little thing yeah yeah that that was a lot of fun I hope to, to work with her more on anything at all again in the future yeah, and at New York City Line, I was able to choreograph with Carrie, and uh, we came up with B-Board. I think the step sheet's finally done, so we'll be releasing it um, pretty close to Palm Springs because I plan on teaching it there. So um, After that, our final couple of things happened in December, which included the Florida Line Dance Classic, which was an absolute treat to see Rachel again, to meet Baby Mason. Um, Shane really just made such a huge impression on me um, at that event as a professional and a performer and just, uh, yeah, high, high, high regards to Shane at uh, Florida Line Dance Classic. Um, After that, there was a couple local socials. One was the Amy and Friends socials, which we had a special guest of Joey Warren. So I drove the two and a half hours to to see him. And uh, that was really cool. I I, I really enjoyed getting a little bit more time with him. I was with family that day, so close yet so far. Yep. Um, And then there was the Judy social, which is one of the members of our Bay Area Um, She actually hosts a social in December to raise money for all the different groups. And then she just splits however much money they make off of raffles. And this year was uh, donations as opposed to an actual cover charge. And, uh, yeah, it was a a really fun event. It was nice seeing everybody right before the holidays or right after, actually, now that I think about it. Um, And, yeah, I just... Looking back on the year, I think we were truly blessed to have so many amazing experiences. But the social was also held at Swiss Park. Uh, a lot of history with Swiss Park, home of Boots and Buckles, also where Bay Area Line Dance Connection is is hosted, and uh, that is that is an event we attended at some point during 2018. Um, yes, I believe it was a- August. That sounds like it could be right. It was definitely sometime in the summer. Yes, because I taught my Uber driver and you taught I want a spoon. Uh-huh. Oh, that was a turbo teacher. I want a spoon. I don't think I've ever taught something that quickly. Except maybe <laughs> Case for Kicks. That's mostly you. <laughs> also, we did our teaches... When was the uh, the August 8th one? Was that at Bay Area Line Dance Connection or was that a separate teach? That, that was... The, the connection was um, Charlotte... Ah, uh, Charlotte Skeeters. Yes. Yeah, which happened sometime during the summer, and then teach. August, our guest teach happened on the Classics night. There it is. Yeah. yeah. So I remember that much. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, slightly, I guess, just somewhat relevant to an experience that happened. Mm-hmm. We were 
with a different radio station at the beginning of the year. Now we're lucky enough to call Line Dancer Radio our home. Mm-hmm. So we're very we're very blessed in our journey so far um, with Move Radio and with uh, Line Dancer, and we're really grateful to be a part of of Line Dance as a whole. Hard thing to overlook. But I guess somehow, technically, we also kind of have a Crystal Boot Award between us. Yeah, we do, kind of, yeah, sort of. We were on, uh, we were on the DJ team that uh, that had had that presented to them this this past January. Yeah, so um, definitely enjoying uh, where our journey has taken us. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful for all of the friendships that have been made along the way. Hugely exciting year. I mean, looking at exciting things that are happening including the radio station we have seen our friend bj grow the the country soul facebook page massively reaching out and getting line dance in front of a lot more eyeballs dustin valcalda has been bringing in uh, dances from all over the place to the reno area now that he's taken a more active role in teaching so with him him and jerry jeremy at the helm uh in, in reno so much is going on there that you know, makes us, of course, excited to, to visit whenever we can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's just so many things, so many great things that we've been witness to along with just our own journey. Mm-hmm. And I just can't wait to see what 2019 has in store. Yeah. So, you have any final thoughts or mentions uh, I think we've gotten really lucky with our health too there was a, a year when I rolled my ankle at an event and I've been a lot more careful and more controlled and thoughtful in my movements and that sort of thing has not happened since then yeah I, I did the dislocated hip thing and pulled the calf muscle I don't recall that happening this year yeah. I, I've definitely danced to where my feet are sore and hurting mm-hmm. but that's what the late night soaks in the tub are for with just our, our feet hanging over the edge, sitting on the the edge of the the tub and everything. You mentioned uh, the layover with Joe, and you know we've also gone up to Chico and and Corning to see Michael and Michelle. We've gotten to hang out with Amy and Darren. I feel like this has been a really good year for getting to know better the people in this community, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's starting to feel a lot more like this. It, extended family idea oh yeah absolutely um somewhere before vegas we also did the um michael michelle dine and dance Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. um it's when you have your horse shows we've gone and visited them Mm -hmm. up in corning We're, we're very just very blessed to have as many wonderful people in the community as we do so i'm very very grateful for 2018 I mean like I said there was a lot of personal stuff that happened that just line dance offset that by leaps and bounds so it was it's all in all one of those things where I'm so lucky so blessed and I cannot wait to see what happens next Mm -hmm. so and since we have so little time left I'll say this now so you can't uh, give me any kind of rebuttal but I've been grateful for having you along the way as somebody who gets it and cares about all of this in in a way that I, I find is rare. I mean you you know this. Like this it's it's a rare thing to find and you are, are so easy to communicate with and you're on board with so many projects 
and things that seem like far-fetched and why would a person do that in a normal human life? You're like, oh, we should totally do that and here's how we can do it even cooler and better and bigger. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Oh, thanks so much. Because I totally feel wholeheartedly the same. I love that I get to nerd out with you about so many amazing line dance things. (laughs) Go go 2018 into 19 with... uh, with dance and friendship and love, all those of you who are listening for another year of Line Dance Podcast yes. with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barsulia. <laughs> I figure you switch it on me every once in a while, so I might as well switch it on you. Yeah, that's good. I gotta stay alert. You know, I can't. I can't rest on my my routines and habits, especially as we're going into a year with you know maybe some some new. Uh, habits and routines for ourselves yes definitely so before we sign off here I just want to wish everybody a happy new year and I can't wait wait to see you in the future that's right and uh, And, uh, until next time we will see see you on on the the dance dance floor. floor